Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Today's episode of Juluminati Podcast is sponsored by Podcorn. And no, no, it's not a food. We've been doing Chiluminati now for a while. And if you're one of the many people out there who have a podcast, you're well aware of how headache-inducing trying to find sponsorships can be. Recently, however, we've been using Podcorn here at Chiluminati, and for my way of doing things, it is fantastic. Once you get your podcast all signed up and the RSS feed synced in there, you immediately have access to a huge site of listed current ad campaigns and sponsorships all going on as we speak. Each campaign tells you what they're looking for, the budget they're working with, how many ads they have to offer, and more. Any and all of those first basic questions when initially negotiating a sponsorship are taken care of, and you can get right to pitching your podcast as an offer directly to the company. And whether you have a podcast just starting or you've been going at it for a while, and you want to explore new sponsorship opportunities and start monetizing your podcast, you can do so by signing up at the link description below. Now, onto the show. got me rolling they hating rolling into episode (laughs) welcome welcome everybody to the chaluminati podcast episode 51 i'm i'm excited for this episode because it's the first episode away from skinwalker ranch taking a little bit easy breezy and returning to something people have been asking for forever more listener stories I'm just happy to finally get through one night without a UFO sighting. You know what I mean? Me too. Yeah, right. It was finally. so scary out there at Skinwalker Ranch. <laughs> right, right. Well, I, I, I skipped the intros. I'm so sorry. I, yeah. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Mike Martin, joined by my co-host, Alex Faciane. Hi. Hi. And my other co-host, Jesse Cox. We did not go to Skinwalker Ranch. They're lying to you. I wish we had, though. That's what we've been doing. The last no. couple months. Surprise. No, we've all been stuck inside. And we have. Just like everyone else. Don't <laughs> lie to these people. Reading about don't it instead. Have we been stuck inside or have we been inside the ranch this whole time? Do you even think about that? You don't even think about that. Maybe we're all inside Skinwalker Ranch right now. Maybe maybe reality is Skinwalker Ranch. Is that what you're saying? Maybe we it's, all well, fell through the hole. What if Skinwalker Ranch exists in many realities all simultaneously? Yeah. There's always a ranch. It doesn't. It's not real. There's always a ranch. I don't know, man. I don't know. If you want to go and dive into the comments of the Skinwalker Ranch, it is a war between the people who are telling telling me that it is paranormal and we're dumb to think otherwise, and then the people who are saying... This is all fake and we're dumb to give it it any credibility. So when we're losing on both sides, we're really winning. No matter what happens... When Alex steps through the time portal and he sees 15 versions of me, we'll all drown him together is what, is what <laughs> yeah. I think I got out of this. Yeah, and Mathis will be like, sweet, sweet, like whatever the hell song they're singing. I can't remember what the song is, but I'll be yeah, in the then, back choir singing with the others yeah, while you, you get the, baptized. You and the Latisse twins will be back there just yeah. like flipping coins. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We'll be flipping coins. just fine. No, me and a gray and the Latisse twins. <laughs> be great well anyway i'm excited we're gonna be diving into this but before we do i just want to i want to just say hey huge thank you by the way we crossed the seven thousand dollar goal uh and that allowed us immediately to bring on a researcher and actually you know bring them on as a a compensated uh, person who's we're paying them for their time now and it's wonderful patreon.com slash chaluminati pod for life i don't (laughs) i I didn't the for life threw me off you're giving them too much power they're already planning things to do. They're like, what if we go and do this and this and this? I don't like it. Well, you know what? It's like but the show is going to expand. 
Morch Illuminati in your ear holes and maybe even in your eye holes and maybe in, even in mm. your real holes. There's, I don't think about, holes. there's nothing about your eye holes that need this. Trust me. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, but I have a fake background of the of the of the of the building from Control. Like that. That's, that's true. Cool. Your they background is very cool. <laughs> I'm in a fighting tournament. I am not in Japan right now. I'm nowhere. Hang on. I got to get somewhere. We. Ha I'm. I'm gonna be on a beat. Don't say I need to get somewhere. None of this matters. No one's gonna Mathis, see this. Mathis. There we go. <laughs> he's he's uh, up the Florida Keys. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful time. Somewhere the thing I, the thing that bugs me though is that somewhere in that beach scene of yours, I know that there's a haunted doll with tape over his mouth. Off camera, so. <laughs> Harold is out there enjoying his yeah. best life right now. Um, but no, thank you seriously because of your support, we can bring we got to bring on uh, a researcher full time and uh, compensate them for all the work they do and just give you more of those really huge deep dives into bizarre topics and just rip it apart as best we can. Shoutouts to Deanna. Yeah, welcome, Deanna. Uh, and uh, you guys want to, you can support it by heading over to patreon.com slash IlluminatiPod. We offer some behind-the-scenes stuff, notes, scripts, uh, mini-sodes. For the $15 tier and up, we'll have a mini-sode immediately following this episode for you guys to go watch or listen to. It'll be the ninth mini-sode, so there's a whole bunch for you to listen to if you jump onto the Patreon, and then uh, your support just goes a long way. We appreciate it. Once again, that's patreon.com <laughs> slash IlluminatiPod. The Shameless. greatest website. You should be proud, Jesse. You should be proud. The greatest URL you could type. Your browser will thank you. <laughs> I've already started drinking during this podcast. So. <laughs> Let's dive in to reader right. stories, part whatever. I don't even know. This is like the third or fourth one we've done over the course of this. It's been wonderful. And we're going to start. This so well, Mathis. I know. You know, great. I just do it. You know, I do the show and people think it's good. And I just say, thanks. Appreciate it. So. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is. It's <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great. This first story, I think, is going to be the only story Jesse truly appreciates. Truly what appreciates. What do you mean? Because it ends with something that I think Jesse would go, of course, and I wish everybody else in the world would realize this too. So the All first right, story ready. is Nicholas simply Cage called. Nicholas shows up at his house and says that it was fake. God, that would be so good, though. It was fake. It was, it was fake. And can you fake, please Jesse. pay me? I need to pay my taxes. I'd be thrilled about that. <laughs> So this is titled Fizzled Excitement by Reddit user Deranged Z. And it's a quick one. Or Deranged 11 up. if the, it's or, Roman. True. Or Deranged Chi. Oh, if true. it's Yeah, yeah, true. So it's a short one and it starts says, So I only started listening to the podcast about a week ago and I've binged it all at work and thought I'd share a funny little story that happened to my wife and I at the end of April. So this is very, very recent for- That's for gotta be years. surreal. Like you just picked up this podcast and all of a sudden they're like reading your words on the podcast. Yeah, welcome. You welcome. Isn't that I, feel, I feel bad for the people who have been here from the beginning and we just skipped over this because they're <laughs> you mean the real the beginning heroes. Of this, you mean five minutes ago from the beginning of this episode? <laughs> I hate you. You know what I mean. You know, we're 51 at 51. We're almost a year's worth of weeks in. That's if wild. we were a person, we'd be a silver fox. Richard Gere, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is 51 silver fox? I swore that was like 60-something. I think that's a little, that's like a, that's, you're like a spackled, you're like a speckled fox with some <laughs> soggy bits. <laughs> <laughs> well, all some right, here's pink, to all the silver foxes out there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, shout out to that guy that just started listening. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, shout outs. And uh, like, uh, just so many, so many stories on the subreddit. Like, if you guys want more after this, just, just, there's so many good ones up there. Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, holy shit, get out here. So I quickly dash back outside, and she's looking up to the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky. I say, oh wow, that's so cool. And my wife looks at me and says, I feel like you aren't, you're not the appropriate level of freaked out by this. So realistic. Yeah, thank you. I'm trying to get you there. It's like she's here. Right, right in your ear. Mm, whispering and telling you all about the lights. Mm -hmm. She was convinced that this was it. And it was aliens and I would be lying if the hairs didn't stand up on the back of my neck for a minute. But alas, after some quick Google foo, it turns out we happened to be outside just at the right moment to witness a SpaceX Starlink satellite launch. Yeah, a lot of people fell for that. That uh, <laughs> that definitely happened. I was on Twitter when that occurred. Mm, oh, everyone in LA was like losing their mind. Is Every that time why I got anything? 
I got a ton of pictures from uh, somebody who follows me on Instagram. And it's just like all of like a light in the sky, just back to back, 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 back. And I was like, and I don't, there wasn't really any context other than the photos. There's, there's like, multiple times. There's one time when SpaceX launched a thing. And if you lived in LA, you saw it and it literally looked like a rocket, like a rocket. Like someone launched a missile at the city. It was the craziest thing. People were losing their mind. And they're just like, it was a test to see if we could like launch. We did. So it's good. Don't worry. And, and everyone's hangs, like, and then Elon ah. Musk hangs up the phone and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> well, the next story is all yours, Jesse. It's the called next oh. murder dream goblin. And it's by author moose scientist and not moose as in like moose with antlers. Moose is in hair moose. I cool. thought you I'm meant gonna... like not like it's a moose that is a scientist, but it's a scientist who studies mooses. <laughs> yeah, it's a scientist who has great hair. Yes, it's at. a scientist who has fantastic hair. Okay, well I'm gonna keep drinking while I read this because I got a feeling I'm gonna need it. It's called Murder Dream Goblin. <laughs> the only set of paranormal experiences I ever had occurred when there needs to be commas in here. The only set of <laughs> Listen, paranormal I... experiences I ever had, comma, occurred. <laughs> When I was a kid Jesse involved, <laughs> I told you I was gonna be picky. Uh, it occurred when I was a kid and involved what I called a the murder dream goblin, though I'm really not sure what it was. My childhood home was just a normal one-story brick home that had three bedrooms and housed my parents, my sister, and myself. Moved into the house when I was five and stayed there until I was nine. I'm now 25. When I was around eight years old, I started having these really bad nightmares. I dreamed of this gangly goblin golem looking creature <laughs> perched in my window and staring at me, which in itself was terrifying to an eight year old. Time out. Question. <laughs> I just imagine Golem from Lord of the Rings hunched up in the windowsill, staring at the boy, just being like, my precious, my precious. What? Uh, how old is he now? Twenty five. So that's 16 years eight, ago. 60, I'm just saying, Lord of the Rings Two Towers came out in 2002. It could just be that you watched that movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> could wow. just be that you saw the movie. <laughs> All right, anyway, <laughs> they shouldn't have let me read this one. I'm, uh, they shouldn't let me read this one, Moose. He I always this... wanted his ring. <laughs> <laughs> just wants his precious. Yeah. Um, I dreamed of this gangly goblin golem-looking creature perched in my window and staring at me, which in and of itself was terrifying to an eight-year-old. At first, the dreams just consisted of it perching and staring at me, but then one day they moved to the next level. It would start the dream perching and staring at me as normal, then it would uh, I would watch it go from my window to my sister's and stab her to death. Damn. Oh, shit. Then go to my parents' window and slit their throats. Oh, That's what we call mama. classic escalation. The first one of these move. dreams I had, move. I remember waking up screaming and running to my parents' room because I thought the goblin had murdered my family while I was asleep. And the images of the dreams are still imprinted in my brain to this day. The next couple of nights, I demanded to sleep with my parents because I was scared they were going to be murdered and the dreams stopped coming. Once it appeared as though the dreams had stopped, I started sleeping in my own bed again. The first night I did this, the goblin reappeared but had a request now. Oh. It was perching Freeper. in my window and held up its hands. Uh, and it held up in its hands one of my favorite dolls, which I understood as it wanting as a tribute to keep from killing my parents. I was terrified and I didn't tell my parents. I was also unsure how to give the goblin my doll. So the next night, I decided just to sleep with it. That night, I didn't dream of the goblin, but the next morning, I woke up and the toy that I went to bed with was missing. Oh, uh, uh, the goblin took it. I cleaned. It was missing for three years. I cleaned my whole room that day and looked everywhere. It was nowhere to be found. And this started a cycle where I would dream of the goblin with one of my favorite toys, go to sleep with a toy and wake up with it missing. And I remember this drove me insane because I was like, there is no way a dream goblin <laughs> is stealing my toys. But I also never found them. Ever. <laughs> Even when we were packing to move, I never rediscovered my favorite toys anywhere. I also remember being really distressed because it was always my favorite toys that uh, had to be given as tribute. 
One Jesus night, Christ. a month or two before we were supposed to move, I just got a new mermaid Barbie doll that was all the rage at the time and was really excited about it. Of course, that night I dreamed the goblin needing my mermaid Barbie. The next night, I started crying before bed. My parents asked me what was wrong. I finally told them that I needed to give the goblin my mermaid Barbie or they are going to be killed. But I really liked Mermaid Barbie and didn't want to give it up. It's <laughs> a back, this parent's is... life, Mermaid Look, Barbie. Looking back, this is petty as fuck <laughs> to think Mermaid Barbie is more important than parent lives. But I was no, I eight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I was eight, so it would be like that sometimes. They were very confused. I thought it was just some weird nightmare. But I tried to explain to them that all my other toys were missing. And they didn't seem to listen. I was so hysterical about losing my mermaid Barbie that they let me sleep in their bed that night and the mermaid Barbie did not go missing. I ended up sleeping in the bed the rest of the weeks until we moved. I never had the dream. I always think it was some spirit attached to the house or land, but I have no clue. I remember very little from my childhood, but the whole murder dream goblin debacle is still incredibly vivid. I tried to brush it off as a weird nightmare, but there's still no explanation for all my missing toys. That's the story for me. There you go. That's creepy, man. I 100% think that this is probably like a golem situation. Like, if you literally <laughs> name drop golem, it, it definitely to me seems like, oh, like you dreamed of golem. Like you okay, dreamed but of The that. real golem doesn't take your toy, <laughs> so explain that. He's and I don't think precious. he actually, I don't think he actually kills anyone on screen. Well, oh no! He kills the he kills his brother. He drowns, but. yeah, he drowns <laughs> that one dude. No, yeah, but, but the thing is, is like the real story here is the missing, like the toys that go missing. Why do they go missing? Yeah, like that's the story. Like that's the that's the mystery, and I don't necessarily know that it has to do with the. I feel like maybe the golem is like the symbolism. For like, there's like a real mystery here. I don't know what. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah. She's like hucking the toys out the window, but dreaming of going. Yeah, or like maybe they like lost their toys, and that's how they, like, you know, that's how they imagined it happening. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because it definitely seems like, uh, saying I I remember very little from my childhood, but the whole mortar mortar Mordor Dream <laughs> Goblin debacle is still incredibly vivid to me. That's like okay, you remember the dream. Because here's something we all do. I know this for a fact. We all piece together bits from our past. Right? Like, mm -hmm. none of us truly remember when we were young, but we remember what stuff our parents told us or remember stuff that, like, things Moments. that... Like, bits. And then we just sort of, like, create a timeline. <laughs> and also, you just your, your understanding just changes based on your gaps, like, huge gaps in knowledge. Right. Like, you had to learn all the stupid shit that you asked your parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I wonder if... if the toys were lost in some way, and then the dream was is like the the how you remember them being lost, but it wasn't I the way they were lost. If there wasn't a dream goblin that came and said, "I won't kill your family if, if you give me, you your, give favorite me your favorite toys," here's the thing: I if there's a dream goblin that does that, I what an asshole! What an asshole. <laughs> right, exactly. Dream goblin. Here's the real the Cut real the horror hell. story: is how is it possible that Smeagol in like in IRL Smeagol looked scarier? <laughs> In the CG version in the movie because that shit is fucked up. Go back and watch Return of the King. That shit is scary as hell. Watch Andy Circus. Be scary. Some, All right. Some scary stuff. Time to move on to the next story, you gentlemen. Careful. Well, you never know when a movie's gonna scare the shit out of you. Thank you for submitting your story. Yes. Hell yeah. The next one, uh, I was gonna read this one if you don't mind, Alex. It's a bit of a longer yeah, go one. Go for it. So this one's called The The Time I Was Haunted at My Job by Nuclear Lucy. <clears throat> Begins for context. I live in Florida, so weird things aren't really surprising anymore. Drugs. This is not real. It's <laughs> drug-based. Excuse me. That's very <laughs> presumptuous of you, Sir Jesse. Uh, when you start out with, I live in Florida, there's drugs involved. I love you, Lucy, but you are nuclear, so like, you know. <laughs> well, you maybe know. she's super cool. Maybe it's like nuclear cooler. I don't know. No, that is not. That is she's, that. New, she's not nuclear. She's, nu she's, she's new nuclear. She's nuclear. New yeah. clear. clear. She's newly cleared. She's newly cleared by the IRS. Congratulations. But with, but with, the, but with the K. So right. I don't new like, clear. you know. All right. <clears throat> also, she'd consider herself a skeptic. And I don't think. All right. We're back on the same page. But don't really take paranormal like. or unexplained events too seriously without solid evidence. Part of that reason is due to experience with mentally ill family and friends. I've seen firsthand 
a lot of instances of persons acting delusional or manic. As reluctant as I am, there has been some weird things that I've witnessed. On to the story. Myself and the people have come to call the haunting of Dollar Tree. By the way, <laughs> can we go back to the other story really quick? Do you think, I'm obsessed with this story. Do you think <laughs> that- You back on the goblin? Yes. Do you think <laughs> that the goblin terrified this person so much that they threw away their own toys and don't remember it? Because they wanted to save their family so badly. And you just think a- that the, the kid got gaslit by a real goblin? <laughs> no. No. By the dream goblin. <laughs> yeah. That gaslit themselves. To do this, By and thinking of a scary goblin, it, it and took, him to throw it took the intense desire of Mermaid Barbie to break it. Yes, yeah, they wanted the Mermaid Barbie enough that they were like, "I can't keep doing this myself." But they didn't know that they they were eight. They didn't know they were doing this because it was like a sleepwalking thing. My thing is, once you get the goblin in your brain, if you can't get him out, does he does he ever stop being in your brain? Fake? Does he become real? So if you if you can't stop thinking about him. That's what? the question. That's true, because reality is truly through the per- the eyes of the yeah. perceptor. And if they perceive yeah. the goblin as real, then their reality is the goblin real not a- real. Yeah. If you're acting as if the goblin is real and you believe it to be real. Does that not make it real? Who- yeah. No. It's not does not make that real. Okay, well we'll you know That's that is a debate, I think. I genuinely think that it's gonna be a much, much deeper debate that we have on a future episode. No, it doesn't mean it's dis- real. I agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Calm down, Descartes. It doesn't mean it's real. Potato potato. <laughs> Poatreon.com slash Illuminati pod. Go check it out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, Poatreon.com. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> when I was twenty one. I used to work as a PM manager in a Dollar Tree store in a pretty small suburban area. Our store was in the middle of a strip plaza between two empty storefronts. For some reason, nobody would rent them or businesses or business that would move out about a month later. So late nights left the store pretty empty. Probably ghosts. Yeah, probably spooking everybody out. It was a fairly small store, about six shopping aisles and three cashier lanes. At the corner of the storefront adjacent to the first cashier lane was a small cubicle with a two-way mirror, the manager's office. Our stock room was at the back of the store and ran the length of the building with two metal alarm-rigged chain doors facing these creepy backwoods parking lot with a dumpster. By super poor design, the public bathroom was in the stock room behind a heavy metal swinging door. Wait, what? The, the bathroom, the public bathroom was in the stock room? That's like how a lot of stores are. Really? Sure, like you walk Oh, really? You hmm. walk in through like the double doors off the floor and then there's like you're almost in the stock room, and there's like oh, yeah, you know a what? bathroom, and you're like, am you're right. I supposed to be here? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're. Right. I'm just thinking of like it's like right in the stock room. Anyway, now for further understanding, we only had about ten people working at the store throughout the week. Morning shifts usually had five people working: two stock clerks, one cashier, two managers. At night, we usually only had two people working at a time: one cashier and one manager. Except sometimes around the holidays, then we might have two or three cashiers. Of course, holiday extras usually called out sick or quit due to the odd hours of 12 p.m. to 11 p.m. Being uh, being the part-time PN manager, I was almost always on the late night shifts and worked the holidays as our full-time assistant general manager had small kids to take care of. The the events began around Christmas 2015 on a Thursday, and one of my cashiers has called out sick. So it was myself and one cashier, Shay, working until 11 p.m. We had just gotten these motion-activated Christmas ornaments that sang carols. Things sounded extremely disordered and almost demonic. I I know those kinds of Christmas ornaments where it's like permanently sounds like the battery's dying. Yeah, they just like weren't made right. (laughs) And that's why they end up in the dollar store. (laughs) They were impossible to activate by walking by, but you can't expect much quality from something that legit costs a dollar. Obviously, due to poor design, not a single ornament sold the entire day. Annoyed by the fact they probably couldn't catch the motion from the shelf they were on, my general manager moved them to a shelf at the end of the middle checkout lane that faced the back of the store. Our shift had been pretty busy, but nothing out of the ordinary except for some shoplifters getting chased out. Shay and I were pretty much done cleaning, just uh, finishing running our go-backs and front-facing merchandise. She was vacuuming the store while I chained and set the back door alarm and checked the bathrooms for stragglers. There was nobody there. After shutting down the registers and pulling all the drawers, we went into the manager's cubicle to count money for our bank deposit. Every night you had to prepare these clear plastic deposit envelopes and 
after lockup, drive them to the back with a cashier following you. I'd say it was probably around 10.55 p.m., so we were both trying to leave before the front lights went out at 11 p.m. The back store lights were on a timer to go out at 10.30 p.m. unless you manually turned them back on from the manager's office. It's like my coffee pot. Mm, oh, there you go. So at this time, the whole back of the store was pitch black. We were mid-preparing the bank drop when the stockroom door slammed and the Christmas ornaments began to start singing from the sales floor. Shay and I both froze for a second, staring at each other like, what the hell? It was impossible for someone to get into the store and, and the back door was chained shut, but it legit sounded like someone was standing there shaking the ornaments. Shay finally stood up to look out the, uh, the manager window and there was no one there. I turned the store lights back on and shouted, I'm calling the cops! We both waited for a second, ready to dial 911, but it was suddenly quiet on the floor. Deciding to just get out before anything else crazy happened, so we locked the money in the safe and agreed to take it to the bank tomorrow. As I'm writing a note to my GM apologizing for riding the time clock, quoted, someone starts running up and down the aisles. Nobody out there, but you hear footsteps up and down. Multiples. I would have been fucking <laughs> gone. Like little kids running free range. Oh, I know that kind of. Clop, 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 clop. <coughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no, I'm with you. If, that, if I heard anything like that, I'd scooby-dooby-dooby out. <laughs> anyway. Shay and I didn't even clock out. We didn't even lock the store. We ran. <laughs> I got my ass chewed out the next time I worked, but luckily Shay told her all of the events. My GM was still understandably mad and told us both there's no such thing as ghosts, especially since nothing weird happened when our AGM was working Friday night. To make us feel safer, the uh, general manager decided to give uh, me two girls, Shay and Winnie, on my Saturday night shift. It was busy as expected before Christmas, but around 10.20, we were all finished with our cleaning and ready to count the bank. We were all in the front office counting our tills with the office door open, initially trying to figure out a shortage on Winnie's drawer, while Shay excused herself to go to the bathroom. I sent Winnie to check under the, her register station to see if any money got dropped or left out in the counter. I was watching Winnie from the window in the office, and I saw a long, claw-like hand waving in front of the ornaments. I screamed and went out there to grab Winnie, yanked her into the office, and locked the door. Shay comes running in from the stockroom, banging for us to let her in. She said that she saw a human-shaped shadow in the stockroom and freaked out. Good Lord. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's awful. That's a group so of people cool. getting freaked out together is like, it makes it so much more scary. Yeah. I mean, and, and, I mean, too, at the very least, she's not seeing this stuff by herself either. There's always the chance that you're, like, hallucinating or, like, being weird if you're, like, by yourself. Yeah. But once somebody, like, a couple other people are in the picture, you're like, oh. <laughs> Just as we're letting her in, Winnie said she saw someone standing by the end of the last register lane. I, admittedly, this is an asshole move, threw Winnie out of my way and ducked beneath the window while shut <laughs> While Shay like <laughs> barricaded the door, oh, <laughs> we all started screaming and panicking, almost calling the cops, but we ultimately decided to shove everything in the safe and run. Again, my terrified self forgot to lock the door. That's amazing. I think I'd do something similar probably. I'm with you. I'm with you, girl. The next day, it's just a Sunday, my general manager was super pissed at me again. She told us all to stop being silly and to do our jobs. What's the point of not believing this? Yeah, I mean, it's clear. It's weird because she's like not firing them. So she clearly believes they at least saw something. But yeah, yeah I don't know. Anyway, she told us all to stop being silly and do our jobs. Winnie, who before the previous night happenings didn't believe me, was terrified to work alone with me. She tried to call out sick, but Shay refused to come in, and my general manager wouldn't let her let me close alone. Winnie and I have a weirdly tense shift, but again, nothing unusual until closing time. We're halfway through the bank, and the ornament starts singing again. I decided to ignore it and actually take the drop to the bank that night. As we're walking out of the front office, Winnie screams and takes off, running for the front door. She tells me she saw a shape of someone standing in an aisle and it was starting to walk towards us. Man. 
Now, here's where I really cannot explain any of this away. Can you imagine somebody who just told you like two days ago, like, this shit is not real. Go to work. Yeah. And then like, I mean, obviously, that's not exactly what Winnie was doing, but like, didn't believe it. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. And then all of a sudden she's like running from it. That's so scary. It's I'm I would be I would I would quit. I'd probably quit if it happened twice. I don't know if I'd be able to come back another time. I'm with the dude who stayed home. Yeah, exactly. No way in hell. Anyway, so this is where this person can't explain any of this away. The front door was unlocked, but it wasn't opening. At this time, I'd like to note that Winnie was a pretty athletic girl around five foot eight and probably 130 pounds or so. I am a pretty short female, 5'4", admittedly a bigger gal with brute force as a talent. With both of us shoving and pushing on an unlocked door, it would not open. Horror movie rules. Yep. Yeah. It's straight up out of a horror movie. It was almost like someone was pushing it shut. Finally, when I started frantically crying, the door flew open and we bolted. Winnie even forgot to follow me to the bank in her car. She called out the next day, too. My GM finally had enough and decided to work the next night with me. But nothing happened. Nothing. At this point, I was very annoyed with the ghosts or whatever the fuck was haunting my store, so I asked a friend of mine how to get rid of ghosts. My friend suggested holy oil, yeah, I rolled my eyes too, and putting crosses over the doors. After another night of the ornament-shadow combo with Shay, I decided maybe it wasn't such a stupid idea. I finally had a morning shift, and I did the whole oil cross thing before open. It was kind of comforting to think that maybe it might work. Strangely, it was really calm the rest of the day in the store. The next night I worked, my GM pulled me aside and said, I really did rid the place of evil. What? (laughs) Apparently, two days after the oil crosses, an ex-manager, she was known to practice voodoo, came in in and apologized randomly. What? After that, nothing weird or creepy happened. Even though I consider myself a skeptic, I really cannot explain this one. This was a voodoo shadow, man. It was a voodoo shadow curse, dude. Even Alex got a head shake. <laughs> a voodoo shadow movie, man came into when did the mo- Okay, when did the movie The Skeleton Key come out with Kate, with Kate Hudson? Oh, my God. I don't, I don't, I don't even see I never saw it. Are we going to blame it. all this on movies? <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Skeleton Key 2005. Yeah, so that's 10 years yep. before this. T- 10 years. So 10 years before this happened, yep. The voodoo man did this. I don't. What a twist! That's what you gotta. That's what you gotta watch out for. You gotta watch out for the voodoo man. Have you seen where's, uh, where's the princess this from? and the frog? Uh, Why this is am Florida. I asking where this person's from? Like they don't have voodoo in the middle of the Midwest. This is voodoo. No, this is the Midwest voodoo. Isn't this a Florida one? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Florida. Oh, this is definitely voodoo then. Yep. Yep. Definitely yeah. voodoo. Hey, man. Florida, it's voodoo. You're like Dollar Tree in Florida? That haunting is true, baby. (laughs) (laughs) If anything was going to be true, it would be in Florida. We don't even have to hit that 10K goal. I'm saying this one's true. (laughs) Now, can we go back and talk about that goblin again, please? (laughs) Oh, my God. You are hooked on that. Can we we change? Listen, the the 10K goal right now is a live special where we go ghost hunting or something. But we'll change it to Jesse just does a special on the Dream Murder Goblin. <laughs> just we'll try questions. and invoke the Dream Goblin, and we'll watch him on webcam as he tries. <laughs> so I, I looked up Dreaming of Goblins, because I'm like, what does Dreaming of Goblins mean? And apparently, goblins are linked to like parts of your psyche that have to do with uh, well-buried things inside of you. And apparently, dreaming of unfriendly goblins are signs of distressing times, being chased by goblins signifies that you're bothered by worrisome things. But more importantly, being extorted by a goblin. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> Dreaming this the dream that you had, I think is saying that it suggests an awareness that you aren't being as helpful as you could be in some aspect of your family life. And so this goblin is saying, like, if you don't do right by your family, they're all doomed. I'm going to kill them. I'm going to slit their throats and bathe in their blood. I don't know what was going on, but I feel like there's something that was happening where you dream this goblin. And the goblin was like, you're making your parents buy too many toys. Right? (laughs) And And how much do you charge an hour for these podcast sessions? You're making the goblin the hero? 
<laughs> yeah, right. He's the maybe the goblin was the hero, and then you, you gave those the toys goblin to goodwill. Inside you, all along, is the goblin you? Is that I, what you're yes, saying? Yes. The, the whole point of the dream goblin is the goblin is you. The goblin. You, you are the goblin, and you are your own hero. Yeah. Okay. I, I look, think you might. I. I'm not. I'm just you know, saying. I, I feel we, like Jesse on this one. Can we just stop? This whole podcast and just talk about this goblin for a minute because I have so yeah. many ideas. Okay, all right. <laughs> I mean, we listen. This is what I'm this here is. to talk about the goblin. If you want to talk, yeah, about man, the you've, you've got a lot. lot. This is, is it golem? golem? Isn't it golem? Is it you? Is it you? You never know. <laughs> yes, Hero you villain. are golem. Golem was Smeagol. Smeagol oh, was golem. Oh my god! You think it was they were you giving you literary clues to the true nature of You're this goblin your own in this self story the entire time. That's what that's what deranged or who who was it? What's the name of the user? What's the name of the user? Nuclear Lucy was it? No, Nuclear no, Lucy? the user no. was Moose. Oh, oh, oh moose, moose, moose scientist, Moose scientist. Sorry, sorry. You think this Moose scientist is trying to let you in on a little childhood guilt? No, I don't think Moose scientist is like has guilt now about their childhood. But I think right. during their childhood, they were going through some stuff, and this dream goblin came to them and was like, "Here's a way to help <laughs> your family." Right, because that's how he talks, of course. And so Here's she like. Away. I just want <laughs> your also, Bobby. Also oh, fuck, it's Bobby Wednesday. <laughs> Not my Bobby's. Well, how about right? <laughs> you, you, you wanted that Barbie so badly because all the other toys you could you convinced yourself you didn't need those toys for for happiness. But when you finally got Mermaid Barbie, you're like, no, this one I do this need. Is true happiness. I this love is Mermaid, Mermaid Barbie. Barbie. And all those other things, and, and that's when you like that's here's well, the, you grew up that a day kid. a little bit. You grew yeah, up yeah, it's like a up. kid. It's like a fucked up, like weird, like kid priority journey that doesn't yes. really make sense to you. Absolutely, it's a child priority journey. <laughs> <laughs> so the dream, it doesn't even really resonate with us grown like no, sense, we don't sense get it. Understanding humans. Yes, but that goblin is just like it's like the the paranormal version of like a playground tale. Yes, <laughs> oh my, yes. yes, oh my yes. god. Yes, that now I t I totally believe I totally believe in this. All you have little... to do is dissect this dream, and it makes perfect sense. And if you want your dreams to be dissected by Jesse, just go ahead and drop them over on the subreddit. Uh, we'll uh, read them on the our secret forgotten word of mouth culture of playground kids. <laughs> my I'm god, just dude! Saying. I'm all just right. saying. This one's all you, Alex. It's called Home Alone by Wicked Wyvern. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Wicked Wyvern writes, hey, uh, you know what? This is great. You're going to love the grammar guy, of this one, dude. It's all right. I got this. The other the other guy was like, I just listened to all this in a week, and now I'm on the show. Check this out. Hey, I'm <laughs> a relatively new subscriber, having stumbled upon your guys' YouTube channel about a month ago. Uh, so congrats on the subscriber method. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You watched all the videos. <laughs> Thank you very much. I made, a, I made a couple more. pennies. Yeah, I don't know if you plan on doing any more fan-submitted stories anytime soon, but if so, feel free to use this one. Hey, uh, welcome! Yo, Wicked Wyvern, how fucked up is this? <laughs> That's crazy, right? L listen to us read your story now. L let me just say, I like the ideas of a lot of the stuff you guys discuss, but I find myself being skeptical and agreeing with Jesse a large majority of the time, but he spelled Jesse with an I, <laughs> so I win. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but there is one incident I can't seem to explain or forget. So in the end, I do believe he's... All right. All right. Let me set up some backstory first. The story takes place about 10 years ago in the 2008-2009 school year, and I was in seventh grade. My family had moved to Decatur, Indiana, in this newly built complex of houses. It was my mother, my sister, my three brothers, and I. That is five, four, six people. My brother, my sister... Yeah, my brother, my <laughs> sister, my three brothers, and I, uh, and my, my two other brothers. Anyway, to the story. Jesse's losing one day, himself. One day during the what? what Time out. Are you still in Goblin Land? Are you just thinking about the Goblin? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about the Goblin. So bashful. I, I we have got you, Jesse. We got you. Over. I got Goblin information for you. <laughs> goblin information. All right. Intermission. All right. Intermission. <laughs> No, do the story. Okay, no, go ahead. I'll We're almost information there. We're, in a minute. We're almost there. We're almost there. Anyway, yeah. to the story. <laughs> One day during the week, I was sick and had to be picked up from school early. So I was just laying in my room while my mom cleaned up around the house. When it came time to pick my youngest brother up from preschool, my mom asked if I wanted to go with her, and I refused, not feeling up to the task. I get easily car sick in the best of times. Dude, I am with you. I share that pain. Forget about Game Boy. Forget about books. Yep, forget it about sucks. any of that shit when I'm in a car. Yeah. My mother shrugged and headed out, leaving me alone. 
As a child, I always loved to write short stories, and this is what I was doing while the TV played in the background when I first heard it. It had been about half an hour since my mom left when I heard a squeaking sound coming from my brother's room next door. Now, I shared a room with one brother, and our two younger brothers shared a room just <laughs> Thank you for, for the sound effects, Jesse. Thank you. I'm going to keep it up. Okay. So you got one bro- like two brothers in each room. All right. I hadn't heard anyone come inside, so I was confused. I heard it again. It sounded like someone was bouncing on a bed. However, my two brothers that shared that room had a bunk bed. I got up and groaned, sliding down the hall to their bedroom. The door was open, and of course, nobody was there. I went back to my room and lay in bed for another 10 minutes before I heard a cupboard door slam in the kitchen. I hopped up and strolled in, assuming everyone was home, to see a single bag of Doritos lying almost perfectly in the center of the kitchen. Honestly, what, what kind of Doritos? Like, are we dealing with, like, a good... Like, Ecto-cooler. Ecto-cooler <laughs> Doritos. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, you know, if it's those, like, purple Doritos, I get it. Any ghost could want those. <laughs> uh, this is when I got an unexplainable bad feeling, and I went outside. I get the feeling. You get, The feeling came from the fact that you saw Doritos on the counter but when before there were none. Yes, and you heard the cupboard slam. Yeah. Then when I was then I was uncomfortable. Even then I was uncomfortable and I had to cross the street and sit on the curb until two of my siblings got off the school bus before I could handle going back inside. This was not the only experience I had in that house. Once over summer break, my brother, mother, and I were up late watching TV, and for some reason the volume kept being turned down to zero. Another time I got up in the middle of the night to pee, and when returning to my bedroom, I saw a small female form at the foot of my brother's bed, and I jumped from my bed to his to grab him, and the figure disappeared. Those were the weirdest experiences. That last one seems way scarier than the rest of them. Yeah, that's awful, dude. That's the worst. I would be yelling at the top of my lungs like somebody cut my leg off with an axe if yep. I saw that. Yep. Uh, I feel like some of these things can be explained away as a child's imagination or a faulty TV. Not everything can be explained away as a child's imagination, Jesse. But they still make me uncomfortable to this day. Luckily, we didn't live there long. What do you guys think? Like I said, the house was newly built, and we were the first tenants of this particular house. It wasn't built on an Indian burial ground <laughs> or a Civil War battle site, and nothing like this happened in any of the other houses we moved in, and we moved a lot. The only explanation I can honestly come up with is that my fever was worse than I thought and was hearing things. Luckily, we only lived there for about six months. Honestly, that's possible. Like, I mean, uh, when I was a kid, I had a really bad fever, and I hallucinated butterflies all over my body. And oh my like, god! Like the Cowboy Bebop movie. Like I King- never saw it. I've, I've, I've never seen Cowboy Bebop at all. Period. Kingsman: wow. The Golden Circle. I still need to see yeah, it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sequel to Kingsman. Uh, <laughs> I'm an uncultured man. What can I tell? You? I had a fever one time and I woke up and I was blind. Oh my god! Oh my was, god! Jesus. Yeah, I, this was a long time. I was like 12 years old and I was like, hmm, can't see out of my eyes. This is not good. I'm just gonna go back to sleep and maybe it'll be fine. And I did, and I and it was <laughs> the end. Oh well. <laughs> Thank oh you for the God. story. Uh, Jesse, you <laughs> goblin now? Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? I'm right. I think, goblin intermission. I think the most offensive thing about that is the ghost was like a Doritos ghost. Right. Like if I had Doritos and a ghost was taking my Doritos, that I'd be the, I'd be more pissed than any other ghost. Yeah. No, if you like, were yeah, a ghost, like, okay. spicy hot chips back, you son of a bitch. You're a ghost and you only as a ghost, you boys can only taste one chip for the rest of your unexistence. What chip is that gonna be? Oh my god. Uh what is that Dorito called? Doritos, <laughs> the Asian one. Uh, I think I'd be boring. I'd keep it classic. Barbecue. I love the barbecue. barbecue lays. Yeah, I can't. I just can't not have barbecue. I think I'm gonna. I gotta go with something a little bit more extreme so that it stays interesting longer. Either the Doritos that are the uh, are, spicy sweet chili, which are great. Ooh, yeah, those are good. Or the Doritos that are the oh, what are those things like the the. Tapatio, I think. Oh yeah, the like the Tapatio Dorito. Yeah. Yeah, those are the good ones. The Tapatio Doritos. Oh man, <laughs> those are the spicy flaming ones. Sign yeah. me up. I'd I be mean, fine spicier with that. nacho Doritos. I would take. I also like the jalapeno cheddar Cheeto. What about ever... dill pickle Pringle? No, dill get out Pringle? of here. With that. <laughs> I don't think I would take it, but I like. I'm. I could get behind it. Yeah, I could. That would I'd be eat my it, one but not cho- for forever. <laughs> for eternity. Like the pickle ghost. I have pickle farts yeah. and carrots. <laughs> Maybe like maybe like salt and vinegar though, just something salt like vinegar super, is so good. super like. Oh, I should have gotten them at the market the other day. Damn it! Yeah, those that's a good chip. I'm so hungry now. That's a good chip. All right, so let's get important here. <clears throat> Goblin. Goblin intermission. Goblin intermission. I like it. So I, 
looked up. This is what I typed in for my Google keyword search. Goblin Killer Dream. And this is what I found. And the this movie is, Puppet I think, Master. I, okay. think we're, I think we're in an ARG, y'all. No, we're I not. Don't say that. I'm trying to I did not. I did not type in this, but this is the first thing that popped up for me. Skate the Walker Mermaid's Mitch. Tale. No. What? The Mermaid's Tale, a book by D.G. Valdron. Now, that's a goblin if I've ever heard one. Yeah, definitely. And here is the paragraph that came up. Valdron? He's like a, that? that's like a wow goblin. V-A-L-T-R-O-N. Valtron. Damn, dude. All right. Here's the, here's the paragraph that came up. <laughs> no joke. What is this word the goblins have, butcher? Wolves, they are butchers. Slow and sloppy killers. Torturers with many cuts, but killers still. What? I said shocked. Mira's body was still large in my mind. Butchery. Torture. Many cuts. How did she know these things? Did she know? Why was she saying this to me? Why would you tell me this? I asked. What do you mean by this? She only grinned. I fulfilled my obligation to the dream. Yo! Yo! <laughs> Yo! Where are we at right now? <laughs> this is, this I, don't know, I don't know, this dude. I don't know, dude. Dark Tower happening in real life. <laughs> this is the real deal. There's going to be a goblin coming for all of us tonight. Oh, my God. I got to get Harold. They're gonna, the goblin's going to ask for Harold in my dream. It's like that you episode would, of fine. Sabrina, the be, Teenage yeah. Witch. Yeah, actually, go ahead. Take Harold. I don't want him. Yeah, take Harold. But you have to sleep with Harold. So good luck. Oh, God. As long as I don't take All the bandages. All I'm saying is the deeper I dive into this goblin story. All you're saying is the deeper you dive in, the farther we are in the Doctor Who episode. <laughs> the more this becomes stop. an Alex stop. type episode. I think we're done. I'm yeah. not going to dig any deeper. When a book, that when I type in goblin dream killer and the thing comes up is a, a mermaid's tale, get out of town. That's too similar. <laughs> I and hope when that there's a passage about the goblin killing in dreams in the yep. book. Yep. I'm out. Listen, man, it's all connected. Too, what do they call that? They call that synchronicity? It's something all right. I want to hear mm -hmm. a feedback on Jesse's theory from you, Moose Scientist. Please yeah, let us know. I, I need to hear it, Moose Scientist. <laughs> Please, if you can. I'd love to hear what you like. I, I got to know more about this goblin situation. Jesse, would you like the final story? The final story is about goblins. No, it's no. not goblins. If Fuck I read this thing. and halfway through, it's like. I'd murder Goblin appeared to me. I'm out. I'm leaving the show. I'm not going to do anything else ever. I'm never leaving home. And Scott. then a Goblin turned to the camera and said, Jesse Cox, <laughs> I will kill your parents if you don't give me your most precious toy I from childhood. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. What would that this toy called... have been for you, Jesse? Just out of curiosity. What would your, go your very first Goblin toy be? Oh, man. Mine would have been. Um, oh. It depends what year they would have come to me. Right? Because there were years eight. where. Yeah, let's say eight. you're eight. Let's say you're eight, like in the story. Mine would have been maybe, one of my Power Ranging Power Ranger Joe Transformers. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles. Although my most precious toy, I think my parents still have somewhere, is is like a little a little chimpanzee in running shorts named Joey, and uh, <laughs> Joey I think that's chimp? his name. I think that's like his. I haven't seen him in years, and he was like a little chimpanzee in running shorts, and I think that was like my favorite toy. That is insane. Yeah, so I had we'll I had Vacman. Vacman. Yeah, Vacman was the one who like that was my favorite toy when I was like probably like eight. You know. never had Vacman? No. Nope. He's, like he's like the opposite of he's like the he's like the Lord Zed of Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> you like I know who you're talking about though. You like suck his you like suck his air out and he gets bumpy. Oh my god, wait, maybe I do This is know before this guy. uh smartphones, okay? Uh, yeah, this is well before <laughs> smartphones. You get a pump, you get a small bike pump, like a penis pump, and you hook it up to him. Oh my god, hang on. I actually want to google this. Inside his skin that makes him bumpy. That's what I would have given to the goblin. Oh my god, yeah, there he is. Yeah, I do remember this. My brother had this. I did not. Oh, he's like gross and bumpy. That's right. I would have given my Vacman to the goblin. The, the stretch Vacman figure. I think the goblin would have given it back. Vacman toy. Not eBay. this. Your parents can live for free. Oh Fuck man, he's you, only man. he's only like eighteen bucks on on eBay, dude. Vacman is such a terrible I toy. I don't such need a it. Terrible toy. You want to know how it, you don't want to you want to know how it uh how I lost Vacman. <laughs> you vacuumed him too much? Nope. <laughs> Cut him open with scissors. Sounds nice. Right. You Did you know there inside. was a? You're very curious. Did you know there was a pocket vac man? No. <laughs> yeah, there is. <laughs> they still sell those. Pocket Weird. vac man? Hey, stretchy like a tiny v version. Vac man, yeah. I don't know what was in vac man. Just like a bunch of balls. <laughs> hey, <laughs> kind of like, like foam. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. 
Floam vibes. Oh my god, here's the commercial, dude. Vacman, dude. All right, let's do this. Are you prepared for the vac attack, brother? Are you doing this story? Yeah, take it. about Vacman. Yeah, take it. Haunted hotel. By show forty-five. I used to work at a haunted hotel attraction, mostly outside in parking. It's famous for its hauntings and recognized as one of the most haunted hotels in America. Though I never had the level of activity as some of my coworkers, I did have a couple of occurrences. The first one was when I was outside during our annual Halloween event. I was by myself cleaning up and putting things away. One of the barricades, as I had my back turned, I heard what sounded like a barricade. We had to get lifted. What? As what? Sounded like a barricade. We had out. Wait, I okay. As I had my back turned, I heard what sounded like a barricade. We had out get lifted and slammed on the ground. Gotcha. Okay, I'm with you on that. I got a little confused. I turned around, and they were all still lined up. It was a big open area, and the barricades (sighs) were ones with steel bars. If someone had lifted and slammed one, I would have seen them run or hide. The second one was when I was leaving to clock out during the Christmas event. There was a row of pipes leading to the entrance to the employee area. When I walked on the bridge, only the first one moved. When I walked out to leave, only the one by the door moved. At first, I thought it was the wind, but dismissed it when the others didn't move. <laughs> there was a row of so the so this something so do the roll pipes moved often? He's I I think he's saying he saw one move when he showed up, one when he left. Right, right. But I'm because just, I'm just like like because then then it says here dismissed it because at first thought it was the wind, but dismissed it when the others didn't move. Yeah, yeah. So they must move often. Is, is yeah, they're, 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 they're saying yeah, right. they saw, they saw it move in an unnatural way as if it gotcha. had to be. He's like, in, in the next sentence might actually explain a little. For more detail on how these pipes were set up, uh, you're totally right. <laughs> They're hanging That's by chains. That's crazy. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> They're hanging uh, by chains on each end, one by one, from the start of the bridge to the end of it, right up until the door. And the pipes hanging on chains, I guess. Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they're like those hanging wind chimey pipes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The third is from when there was a blackout. I was at lunch and decided to explore. Everyone minus employees had been evacuated out. As we walk down the hallways, I'm taking photos of the place, and in a couple of the photos, there's a lady in a white dress. The hotel was famous. Uh, the hotel has a famous story about a lady in a white dress. The only thing is that, well, she has feet, which, according to most ghost <laughs> stories I hear, ghosts don't really have them. Ladies have feet. Not this I one, Molly. Well, yeah, this one does. Straight up, the person. Uh, me being more concerned with exploring than anything, but. It's something that I still think back on. Yeah, my last picture. story is from it. when I was by myself working yeah, where at the, the parking at? exit. <laughs> That's actually a great question. It was a slow day, and no one was really coming in. Our exit leads straight to the freeway. So, from across the booth, I see what appears to be a shadow person walking down the middle of the road. I peek out and yell, Hey, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Then I realize <laughs> there's no one there. Another one that I don't really count because uh, it could be me who doesn't understand technology. A couple of these guys and I were working the graveyard shift. We did these before events to keep parking clear as most events were held in our parking garage area. A couple of guys from the other department stopped by and invited us to explore the ship. It's like 1 or 2 a.m. No one's really coming in, so we go for it. We try to get into the most haunted room, but we couldn't get in. I take a couple of photos from the outside, but nothing really pops up. Next, we go to the top of the place. It's open to walk around, and there's a nice view of the shoreline. I take a video of it and check the video. Midway through the video, there appears to be something covering the top and bottom of my screen, leaving only the center open. I thought it was scary at first, and the others did too. But it could be that because the area in the video had... The least amount of lighting, the top and bottom were obscured. I'm oblivious to how photography and lighting works, so that's one I tend to ignore, but I thought I'd share anyways. Give me that footage. <laughs> Some stuff from coworkers. Hair getting pulled, things thrown, keyboard typing when no one's there. I left the place due to mental health, so 
there are only stories from coworkers I remember off the top of my head. Oh, those are the only ones. Side note, I chose to work there due to the fact that it was haunted and was <laughs> extremely disappointed by the fact that I got so few hauntings experiences <laughs> while others had constant too. stories. I would be too. And that place uh, sucks TLDR. so much that I like... Yeah. Hauntings? I don't understand photography. <laughs> <laughs> that's an honest assessment. Yep. I, like, that's... All those are what I imagine most people when dealing with hauntings, air quotes, deal with. Like, I heard a thing, something seemed weird, but, you know, I took a photo and there was, like, this weird artifact in it, but it's an honest assessment of, like, look, I don't know that what I saw was a haunting. Rather than people who are like, right. I saw it. I was there and I saw it. Like, at least there's being, you know, reasonable. They're not coming like, at it from know. that point of view that it was a haunting for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, like, exactly. look, people said there were, and I experienced some, I experienced some stuff, but, like, eh, the impressive thing that. is that they're like, I full on have a lady in my picture that wasn't there, but it could have been just a lady that was there. Like, a lady uh, in yeah, the picture when like... no one was there isn't evidence of a ghost, which is true. Yeah. But I would, if that happened to me, I would be like, I took a picture of a ghost. Here is the ghost. Her name is Elizabeth. She was murdered. Like, I would be taking <laughs> Slit, leaps like the throat Zach by Bagan. the dream goblin who also yeah. haunts the hotel. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I like that, that. I like the way that story was told and that everything in it was like, hey. These are things that, that, you know, happened, but I can't explain them. So here's what they were. No judgments. We need more stories like that. We need more like, this happened. I don't know what it was. Go for it, guys. I love that. Send us more of that. Like, yeah, I was walking down the street and, like, a, a wolf ran up to me and, like, booped my nose and I, ran away. I what called for my 30 out <laughs> 6. I called for my Magnum. <laughs> yeah, but I, like, I don't know what it was. Had I'm not going to make a 50-year career out of it in my damn, uh, you know, ranch somewhere yeah. yeah i hear that yeah i like it uh speaking of which that's exactly the type of story that i'm going to bring you guys uh next time oh boy oh yeah. it's an alex episode next time i'm yeah. excited it's gonna be good but that's where the fan episode is gonna end boys yep. and that's where we're gonna leave so thank you all so much for listening we're gonna go record a mini that should be live right now for you all Man, to go we're listen talking to. about it and you can hear this and you're a patreon guy at patreon.com slash illuminati pod you can literally or, listen or to it. lady got patreon you know, it's pal. A guy is, guy is a patreon pal oh patreon pal patreoner a patron if and, you're and, a patron pal if you're a patron drinker, if you're on patreon <laughs> if you're putting up what we're putting drown <laughs> that's a bad one we'll yeah you tried what we'll edit that one out take that one out i don't want i don't want people to hear that one uh, I don't want to have said that. If you're putting uh, up what we're drowning. Anyway, <laughs> subscribe to us at patreon.com slash Illuminati pod for all kinds of cool extra stuff. Uh, and uh, push it to that last big goal, that yeah. $10,000 goal. We're going to go go something. I swear even, to God. What would we even do with that? It's unnecessary. What would we, what would we even do? We're going ghost hunting and we're going to get everything. Where we are we going ghost hunting? And yeah, also, but also like the, the less fun things that moment. you want to know about, the less fun things, uh, an audio editor and also a second researcher is where a lot yeah. of that money. An audio to. editor? We don't edit this? I edit it. The amount of, the amount of like, <laughs> poor Mathis is trying his best over here to make everything sound good. <laughs> the internet is just ruthless. Just going in <laughs> I on keep fucking up, man. I'm trying. It's a one-man show over here, and the Patreon allows it to not be a fully one-man operation. Yeah, but then we're going to have all these episodes where we went through all these topics, and they're going to have people are in the future when they listen when future people hear the quality of new episodes they're gonna be like well i can't go back and listen to those trash episodes that's well, when we, we just gotta our, redo them with maybe new when we info three hundred thousand dollar goal we'll uh re-edit those episodes like george three hundred thousand dollars oh my god he we'll was go gonna in, give us that money we we'll could have to go in and cg in our cg co-host yeah we fourth, have to do it george lucas Illuminati style member. yeah the fourth Illuminati member needs to be like uh it's what's a vocaloid that? What? <laughs> yeah what's that yeah, what's that like uh Anime girl who Hatsune dances. Miku, yeah. Yeah. Oh Miku. my god. We'll get her. She'll be our she'll be our, our fourth. She'll be like, there was a muffin and he shows up at bridges. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Mini episode happening right now. Go get it at shuminatipod.com slash Patreon. That's not what it is. We'll see you guys later. We got you social know. medias, dude. Twitter.com oh, yeah. slash Illuminati Pod. Twitter.com slash Mathis Games. Faciane A, Jesse Cox, and of course, the subreddit for Illuminati Pod. We can drop you off some stories, all that other good stuff. Um, and thank you to our patrons as well because they're getting an ad free episode this week. So enjoy it. We'll Lucky see you guys you. on the next one. Goodbye, everybody. Peace. Capiche. Capiche. Capiche, bitch. Capiche.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.